Hello and welcome to Pondering on the Couch, a new segment that we're doing. So this video will be released on Wednesday and then every Wednesday after we'll be, uh, we'll be doing this uh, on our couch with the yellow background. It's very fancy. It's very fancy. When you said Pondering Couch, I thought the couch itself would lend us <laughs> properties to enable us to ponder, but you did have to do all the pondering I'm, yourself. I'm actually. afraid so. Yeah. I'm afraid so. Um, so the idea is that we um, continue to look at the passage that we were looking at on Sunday, which was Acts 1 and Indeed. Jesus ascending. Um, yeah, so it was really, really good and it was good to spend time looking at that passage. Uh, I, I think you really enjoyed it as well, didn't you? I did, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's interesting. I think I've said, I've, I've only preached once or twice on the Ascension before. I've preached sometimes in Revelation 5 because there's this idea that, uh, you know, Acts 1 gives you the earthly view of, uh, of what happens as he disappears from uh, human sight and goes into the clouds. And then Revelation is kind of from the other end, uh, how he's greeted and, and received in the heavenly throne room. There were quite a few things I thought, oh, we don't talk about this very much. We don't emphasise these particular points. And yeah, I find it really thought provoking, quite, quite exciting to think about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. So the kind of one question that we're going to dig into is um, in the passage, it says that Jesus reigns now and it implies that we will reign in the future. So what does that look like? How, how are we picking this together? Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? I've been thinking quite a lot about this because there is this idea of uh, Jesus being uh, ascended and sitting at the right hand of God and he's been given this place of exaltation. You know, Philippians 2 talks about that. There's that famous hymn, isn't there, where um, you know, he's humbled himself, he's taken on human form, even the form of a slave, and he's died. And therefore God's exalted him to the highest place. He talks himself about being seated at his father's right hand. Psalm 110, uh, I think uh, we talked about in the foyer yesterday, and it's uh, one of the, I think, it, I think it's possibly the Old Testament text, most often quoted in the New Testament. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand uh, until I make your enemies a footstool for, for my feet, something like that. But interestingly, you also get these snippets these little pointers in the New Testament which say, you know, not just is Jesus going to reign, not just is he king now, but we are co-heirs with him. We're going to sort of share in his glory. And a couple of verses, I was looking at them just earlier before we had this conversation. Second Timothy 2, if we endure, we'll reign with him. Then a couple of promises in the letters to the churches uh, in Revelation. So. The church of Tharatara is promised, if, if you're victorious, if you do my will to the end, I will give you authority over the nations. Letter to the church in Laodicea, to the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious. So what's that about, I'm pondering? Yeah, what, what, why, why are we given these promises that not just will Jesus reign, but we're going to share with him? big stuff isn't it yeah i mean it sort of shows the depth of the relationship really not that jesus came down to rescue us and we're some kind of helpless damsel yeah, in distress yeah. but he's actually coming to empower us and yeah. he's given us authority to to affect the world that we're in now and then also the world that we'll sort of yeah. move into as it as it sort of forms yeah 
Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? I, I was thinking again. You look at Genesis one when when people are made and, and created, and obviously the, the the last part of Genesis one is male and female being created, and God says there, uh, you will be male and female are given authority over creation and that they're told to know go and subdue the earth and make things multiply and, and name plants and, and so on so it's almost as if creation isn't quite finished but God wants to hand over uh, finishing the work of creation to, to humanity where we're given this share in, in creation uh, and part of me wonders if if what God is working to in scripture, if the end of the story is this reset and this new creation, does that mean that part of the new creation is we will, with the fresh start and all the newness, be given that role again? So go and share in this. And I suppose I find myself thinking, what, what does that mean? We think that we're going to work towards. Do we think that... Uh, I mean, like we were saying yesterday, Jesus is not just basking on his throne mm. and, and kind of twiddling his thumbs now because, you know, my work is done. He's still reigning and holding things together. And, you know, does that, what does that mean about what we're going to do in the future? Do we imagine that heaven or the new heaven and the new earth is going to be, you know, he wants me for a sunbeam or I'm just going to bask on a cloud <laughs> and play a harp and, and, and offer constant songs of praise or are there going to be new work done in the new heaven and the new earth and is God going to call us to be part of that? Tom Wright talks about that in his little book uh, Surprised by Hope. Well it's not a little book, it's slightly longer and it's a great book and, and he himself says we, we don't quite know what these verses are getting at but they seem to suggest that maybe God is calling us to a future which isn't just put your feet up now and enjoy being resurrected and renewed but there's going to be work to do and there's going to be good purposes which I'm going to call you to be part of. So. Yeah, That's, oh, that sounds really good, really good. The kind of, there's creativity in it, isn't yeah, there? Yeah. It's not a kind of, I mean, I, I was reading Leviticus this morning and the instructions of how yeah. everything's made. Actually, there's a level of like we're doing this together you're co-reigning this is what we're aiming for yeah. that's how do we do that yeah. um and i think that's really encouraging not only for there but also here what opportunities do we have to to create little glimpses of the kingdom to work yeah. with god and and build these places that facilitate life and newness yeah I think that's... it's amazing isn't it and the fact that god delegates basically yeah. to us why would he do that but he does he trusts us so yeah it's um it's big stuff isn't it and you know i guess in these verses we don't really know do we quite what these are pointing at it's just you know there's this you know the door comes ajar and we get to peer in a little bit and we get a partial glimpse but um but i think it's exciting there's going to be things to do yeah to be done uh, well i think that's all for pondering the couch thank you um, yeah i think there's loads that you can pick out of there but probably the main one is you don't need to learn how to play the harp that's not going to be a thing but <laughs> so for now um thank you god bless and we'll see you soon brilliant cheers thanks for <laughs> that's very good